All right, it's Thursday. The Keep to the City Yankees podcast is back. Our second episode here of 2021, and uh, spring training is, is coming up. You look at the calendar, it's about six weeks to go until pitchers and catchers, if the season starts on time, and I think we have to operate under the assumption that the season will start on time until it's said otherwise that it won't. Uh, it's tough to say. Uh, it, it seems like baseball is doing everything they can to start on time, but given the precedent the owner set last year where they refuse to play games with fans not in the stands. It's hard to say right now that there'd be fans in the stands, and then it's hard to say that the season would start on time. So I'm hoping that it does. I'm hoping we get a real spring training. I'm hoping we get a real regular season. I'm hoping everything goes well and that uh, this season can be played, whether there's fans or not, to its maximum length. Can't wait around again till the end of July for baseball, though. I don't think that's really an option. But um, so. So if you look at the calendar, about six weeks to go till pitchers and catchers. Seven weeks from this Saturday is supposed to be the Yankees' first spring training game against the Tigers uh, in Florida. That's not much time here. That's not much time for this team to get better. And they did make a move this week, uh, adding Greg Allen from the Padres, who, you know, it's it's a nothing move. It's, it's a depth move. Uh, without Gardner, he's the fifth outfielder, I guess, on the roster right now. With Gardner added back eventually, he goes down to six. So he's not really a factor per se, but... When you look at the injuries the Yankees endure, when you look at the fact that Aaron Hicks always ends up on the injured list, that Aaron Judge always ends up on the injured list, that Brett Gardner's uh, approaching 40 years of age, Clint Frazier's had his injury passed, uh, there's a good chance that at some point in 2021, Greg Allen plays a role for the Yankees, whether he's the fourth outfielder, he's on the bench, whether he's getting spot starts, whether he has to get put into a full-time uh, you know, role like we saw this past year and the year before where the Yankees are scrambling to, to put together a major league quality lineup. Uh, but that's all it is. It's a depth move, and for now it's a nothing move, and hopefully it stays a nothing move. Hopefully this season you're not relying on Greg Allen to play games and get at-bats for the Yankees uh, because if he is, it's either because of uh, a significant amount of injuries or some serious, serious uh, underachieving and underperformance by the regulars. That's really it. That's all the Yankees have done this offseason is that is make a nothing move. Uh, we're, you know, three more days into no DJ LeMahieu since Monday's podcast. Three more days that have given other teams op- uh, the ability to talk to him, to, to woo him to their team, to increase their offers. And the longer this goes, the, the less and less I feel like it's likely that Domehi will be a Yankee. And I can't stomach the fact of him not being a Yankee. I've talked about this. I've written about it. They need him. There's no other way to put it. They need him. And I don't want to have to sit here on Monday and then again next Thursday and the following Monday and the following Thursday and, and talk about this. So just sign the fucking guy. You have no other choice. You need DJ LeMahieu. You need him. Yes, the team will score runs and, and they can you know win the division possibly without him and but you can't win the postseason without him you can't win with the the strikeouts they have in their lineup you just can't you need his bat you need his defensive versatility you need him he's the team's best player Aaron Judge lost that title when he started getting hurt every season and missing significant amount of time can't be the team's best player when you don't play and LeMahieu is that his age doesn't matter. He proved that this year. And yeah, maybe three years from now, he'll suck and you'll be paying him to suck. But hey, the Yankees do that all the time. They pay players to suck eventually. But you, you pay DJ LeMahieu. He, maybe he'll stink in 2024 and 2025, but it's not that time yet. This window is open still. Not as open as it should be. Not as open as it used to be, but it's still open. You, you remove LeMahieu from the equation it shuts that much faster. And right now this team with the when without LeMahieu with no real rotation with three 
uh, with three relievers. I mean, what's holding up this window right now? A stick? Some duct tape? There's a lot that needs to be done before pitchers and catchers. There's a lot that needs to be done. Uh, we're under three months until opening day, April 1st. So it's January 7th. We're under three months. They've done nothing in three months. They've got less than three months now to do something. As pitchers and catchers approach, more guys will come off the board as other teams improve their own rosters. So there's just too much to be done. And you look at starting pitching, and Corey Kluber's been a name that's been thrown around, and he'll be throwing for teams. Uh, And he's a perfect fit for the Yankees, a perfect fit. Because when he's healthy and he hasn't been in two years, he's arguably the best pitcher in the American League. Arguably, he, he's at times he's one of the best pitchers in the world when he's healthy, and all he'll cost the Yankees is money. He's a low risk, high reward guy who will only cost money. The thing the Yankees make more of than any other team, they can use their financial resources to do something good, like bring Lemayhew back, sign Kluber, take a chance at him, add Kluber, and if he sucks, okay, you cut him loose. That's what the Yankees need to do that they don't. Like, this, If the Royals go out and sign Corey Kluber and he gets hurt, it'll hinder what they can do the rest of the year. If the Yankees sign him and he sucks, they could cut him loose and, and whatever. It is what it is. It's just money. They'll make more. Never-ending pool of money for the Yankees. And I think they, they're going to have to make moves like this because unless they're going to go out and trade for a controllable young starter with a few years left on his deal which they tried to do with James Paxton, who was a bust, and they tried to do with Sonny Gray, who was a bust, both in New York. They'd have to make the right move. And and then when, then when you do that, you're hoping you make the right move, and you're taking away from your prospect pool and your farm system. This doesn't do either of those things. You're getting a guy where you don't really have any commitment to outside of a, a prove-it salary, which will be close to nothing for what i mean if kluber is healthy he's he's a 30 million dollar a year guy now he's gonna be nowhere near that with the chance that he could have that ability and that production still it just makes too much sense and i don't know how the yankees think they can build a rotation without bringing masahiro tanaka back he makes too much sense as well he knows new york the yankees know him he's durable since 2016 he's made at least 27 starts a year He's consistent, 374 ERA as a Yankee. And outside of this postseason, he, he's a historical postseason performer. And I know people want to say a small sample size, this, that, but he, he has the numbers. That's what the postseason is. It's a small sample size. <laughs> so unless you're Derek Jeter and you're in the playoffs for fucking 18 years in a row and you, and you have hundreds of games, it's a small sample size. It's who can do the best in that small sample size. And before this wild card series and this ALDS, Tanaka was one of the best ever at doing so. And I think the Yankees will bring Tanaka back. I think it's a matter of when LeMahieu signs, which, let's go. Let's fucking go here. So Tanaka, I think, will be back. But then even if Tanaka comes back, you've got Colin Tanaka and then Montgomery and then Garcia and Schmidt. And I don't see how the Yankees, you know, as of their most recent games, they didn't trust Garcia to pitch in the postseason. They didn't trust Gar- they didn't trust Smith to get a, 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 a fucking major league start until the last game of the regular season. And now all of a sudden they trust them as they're four and five. I don't, I don't know about that. Thirteen years ago, they gave rotation spots to, to Phil Hughes and Ian Kennedy right out of the gate. That didn't go so well. So I think that uh, you know this isn't that, but that it does have a lasting memory on the Yankees in their front office. And for that, I think they'll add depth. Kluber is that guy. You get Kluber, and he's himself, and he's healthy. Holy shit. It, it, him and Cole, and you get Severino back, and if you know, maybe he jumps right back into where he left off. Maybe he doesn't need that, uh, that period of time removed from Tommy John surgery to find himself. 
and then you're adding Tanaka in the mix, and then you have Garcia and Schmidt and Montgomery, and now you're talking. But the Yankees are a long way from talking. Right now, this roster's it's not very good, and there's not a whole lot of time to make it better. Six weeks. Seven weeks. Because I don't see them starting to sign players as we get into March. You know, maybe they can sign a very low-depth starting pitching piece like they did last year come March, but uh, most of these guys, anybody with ability, anybody with a, a track record will be off the board. A lot to be done. We're just getting into it really in the offseason. It didn't used to be this way, but add in what was going on before last year and the shortened season and the fanless season, and you look at where the offseason was going, and you think about a few years ago with Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, how long it took them to sign. Baseball was headed this way anyway, so it's almost like you have to wait till after the new year now. So it's almost like what we're dealing with now is what we should have been dealing with two months ago. Come the offseason, come players signing, so there's, there's a, a long ways to go, but a very short amount of time for it to get going in. I'll be back on Monday, unless LeMahieu signs between now and then, and I come on, uh, that'll be it. Hopefully, this this thing gets wrapped up soon, and he better it better get wrapped up with him resigning with the Yankees. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening.